Will and Christian in the morning. Hello, everyone. You cannot know how good that just felt. Wow. So really, really good. We are back in the studio live. If you're listening, welcome back. If you're not listening live, welcome back to the recording that you've been listening to every week, hopefully. Um, As always, I'm Will. And I'm Christian. Um, And for the first time in months, I'm going to adjust my volume because it is not how I want it to be. Well, this this is very exciting. If, uh, If anybody doesn't know, we are back in the studio live. We have for a while since we've been home in quarantine, we've been doing it online. You know, we would record it in advance and then post it afterwards. This is the first time in a very, very long time. I don't know how long exactly, but in a long time that we've been live in the studio. And it's a little different. You know, we're spaced apart a little more. We're wearing masks. Hashtag mask up. Yes, hashtag mask up. It is, it's fine. And it's, it's just really good to be back in the studio. It is. And we've we've only done one episode even since quarantine in person which was the last episode with uh all the boys Mm -hmm. so even like just being in the same room like it feels so different because like when you're online there's weird like delays and it just you don't we're not seeing each other when we do it online so Mm -hmm. it just doesn't feel the same and now even though like we're, we're masked up and it's a little different it feels feels so good to be singing the intro again because for a while we were just you know, using the one from the first episode, I think, like, and just pre-recorded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're singing it live again because there's not going to be a delay. Where I'm very excited. Like, my energy is like I'm very, very excited. Big hype. Um, we have the phones here. We're not gonna, we're not gonna take calls quite just yet, but um, we can now have James from the Berg call in again. And he, yes. there's no way he has class now because it's a Saturday. It is a Saturday. You're right. Um, he might be asleep, but that's a different story. Okay. Um, we'll see. But yeah, so we've got a great episode today. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of just came out of nowhere too. We were planning to to record this weekend anyway, but um, we just got word that like we were able to come back to the studio, so we signed up like as quick as possible, and like now we're yesterday, back. Yesterday, you know, like yesterday, we were uh, told that we could come back to the studio. So just like yesterday, I'm like, let's let's sign up and let's do it tomorrow. We're like, <laughs> okay, cool. So this is very, I guess, kind of last minute, but. It just, I know, we keep saying it, but it just feels so good to be back. Yeah. Um, it's just as hot as I remember. <laughs> yeah, it is It is very hot in here, but no screaming kids because it's Saturday. Yes. Um, so, Christian, how's your week been? Uh, it's been good. It's been uh, kind of slow. You know, we're sort of getting into the groove of the semester. So now exams are starting. I had um, an exam last week. It was weird because it was, like, fully online. We had to do, like, the lockdown Green, oh, so yeah. and I know you have to do too. We have to uh, you know, take a picture of ourselves, take a picture of our surroundings, then film like a video, like pick up your laptop and spin around and show your surroundings, and then you know and like have to close all the tabs. Which like I get, like I think that's a good way of doing it, but it was just really weird to have to do it. And I'm sure I don't think I'll have to do it every time. You know, I hope not. Prob- you know what? We probably have to. We probably do. But it. um, you know, it was pretty good. How about you? How's nice. your week? It's been extremely busy. Um, I just recently started uh, an internship for the semester in the city. Um, it's all remote, but it's still like a lot of work. I'm doing a lot of like PR stuff, um, so I've already been like contacting like people from the press and stuff and helping like write stuff up, which 
it's very exciting but it's also like there's a lot to do and mm-hmm. i'm still getting used to like managing my time now that i don't i can't just wake up at like 11 every day and then do my yeah. homework like in the morning i have to space out my time a lot more um but i'm very excited for it and even though it's very busy i'm still still been a pretty good week mm-hmm. um yeah now i'm excited to do this show because this is yes. a nice kind of this is a nice kind of way to unwind mm. uh at the end of the week especially in this this is like a serotonin uh <laughs> booster in this space yeah um but yeah so we do have some pre-show news if you want to kick that off christian sure um first off we've got some more mandalorian rumors we talked a little bit about one last week about how Pedro Pascal allegedly walked out of the show, which we thought was sort of, you know, it didn't seem realistic because he apparently he didn't like how he was in the mask and the suit the whole time and you couldn't like see his face. But we've heard that like it's mostly voice acting. It's he's usually yeah, he, not a lot of time in the suit. Yeah. But here is a, another rumor sort of expanding upon that that Pedro Pascal does not want to return to set. And his reasoning, which I think is a little more realistic, but still not really. Apparently, he is upset that Baby Yoda, or the child as he is properly named, um, is getting so much spotlight where he barely gets to show his face. I I mean, that sounds a little more realistic than just, you know, I want to be shown more, even though, like, it's really mostly voice acting. Um, But, like, because he's, like, he is the Mandalorian, but then... Baby Yoda's getting so much more spotlight. I don't know. Like, I I still don't really think that is true. Because, one, I don't... I think he barely filmed anything in the first season in that suit. Like, mm-hmm. you said, it was mostly voice acting. And, like, it would be stunt people or just, like, other actors yeah. doing that. Also, like, it's not like he's... It's not like no one knows that it's him. Like, everyone knows that it's Pedro Pascal doing mm-hmm. the voice. Everyone loves him doing the voice. So, it's he's still getting, like, recognition for it. And he's mm-hmm. still getting a lot of fans for like it's not like he's just uncredited or some like nameless actor yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah i i don't think it's very true if it is i think that that's kind of dumb <laughs> like low-key yeah. like you're, you're in star wars you're in a good star wars property a mm-hmm. good star wars show like come on <laughs> um, like, yeah like i said this last week i don't know why anybody would like want to walk out of Star Wars. Well, because, I know, I know why some people would. I but. mean, okay, but like, like you're saying, it's good Star Wars. People like it. People like you. So, and it's a lot of money too, especially yeah. if it's this successful. So, I don't know. I don't really believe that the rumor is true, and I guess I hope not because I do really like Pedro Pascal yeah. in the role. I'm speaking of the Mandalorian. This is like unrelated, I guess, but I'm just realizing now that all of the like obsession and memes and all this stuff online about baby yoda is about to come back and i don't know how i feel about it because like after baby yoda there were like facebook groups and like the stupid uh show me your war face or whatever like kylo ren meme that i hate Uh and now i don't know i already saw a clip that i don't think i like in the trailer of baby yoda Uh And is it the what is it like when they're about to fight and he yeah yeah like they're Uh mandalorian like shows like his the whistling arrows or mm-hmm. whatever which are like soup they like kill people instantly and then baby yoda sees it and he like smacks a button on his little crib and he like oh, no, hides i, I, I thought it was kind of cute, cute but people are gonna abuse that clip <laughs> you're, <laughs> like, right, you're right that's gonna be everywhere and i am interested to see more baby mm-hmm. yoda, though. i want to see him talk yes we'll see um but we yeah see. mandalorian coming october 30th very exciting 
Yeah, uh, more Star Wars stuff. The Empire Strikes Back is returning to theaters. Uh, 2020 is the 40th anniversary of the movie. Yes. Um, I know I will not be going because I, I, be going. I don't really feel safe going to a movie theater yeah. right now. I, like, found an article, and it was saying, like, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back returning to theaters, you know, this, I think it, like, the 25th or something. It's like, if you are if you don't want to go to the movies, you can watch it in HD on Disney+. Plus. So it's like... You can watch it in the 4K, I'm sure, you can watch too. It, yeah, 4K on Disney+. Plus. So, like, you're not really missing out unless you want to, like, risk going to the theater. So, you know, happy 40th anniversary, but don't go don't go please don't. Not, um, not now unless you like rent out the entire theater which no one's gonna do um but so that's exciting yeah and then uh black widow it's just been announced black widow has been moved again again so i had a feeling this was gonna happen because everyone after mulan came out they're like well maybe black widow will get put on disney plus or maybe they'll like still put it out it's supposed to come out in november something Sometime now, in November. Yeah. Like the 21st or something Now like that. it's coming out in May of 2021, which is a full year after it was supposed to have originally premiered. So we're going to have to go a full year without Marvel movies. Yeah. Although we do have um, some other of the shows to hold us over. Transition. That's a nice segment. Speaking of, um, the official trailer for WandaVision dropped. And let me tell you, it looks insane it does it looks i was hesitant going into it because i don't really like vision i hate the name and i still hate the name i think like there was a rumor that it was originally going to be called the vision and the scarlet witch based off some like comic book yeah i was like that's a good title but wandavision i just it's all one word i just i hate that it's grown on me i hate that i don't know whatever but like the trailer looks insane really playing up the whole like 50 sitcom thing and you can tell i think it's sort of like a projection of wanda's you know like sadness wanda's vision wanda's vision whatever <laughs> but um there's one scene that i really like when wanda and vision are having dinner with probably like their neighbors but it's uh kitty the mom from that 70s show mm. and i love her and i feel like she really fits that and i don't know who the dad was and they keep like pressuring wanda to like say something they're like trying to get they're like oh like why don't you have kids yet when did you get married where did you get married oh they're and trying to like, like um, yeah <laughs> and i know there's one scene towards the end of the trailer which i really like and it's like vision sees like this witch or it's like she's dressed up she's as like a stereotypical costume. witch uh in the card she's like um she's like am i dead and vision is like no why would you be dead and she's like well you are and i was like ooh. But um, it looks really crazy. Go look at that. I yeah I, I'm not the biggest fans of Wanda and Vision as characters. Like in the later Marvel movies where they're in them a lot, like they've mm. been the characters I care the least about. Um, I've never liked. Vision. I've I've grown on Vision. I still I'm not a big like fan of Wanda. I'm um, kind of the opposite. I don't like Vision, and one just kind of grown on me. I I like her. But for like this show i'm just so interested to see what they do it just looks so cool yes and i love like the idea and i think they're they're jumping decades too so it's gonna start like i love lucy type 50 mm. show go to like there was one that looked like full house mm. um where they have like the twins yeah, in the 90s yeah um there's gonna be like a halloween episode where they have like the original comic costumes for their halloween oh, costumes. i saw that and it looks like really like crappy costume yeah. kind of thing like you would wear for halloween and it's um it's also gonna i know they announced this like a while ago but they showed it a little bit i think uh maybe not 
maybe not in the trailer, but they're bringing back Darcy from Thor mm-hmm. and then um, Jimmy Woo Jimmy from Ant Man of the Wasp. Yes, and, and they're gonna be like people in the Monica Rambo Monica, grown up from I, Captain yeah, Marvel. From Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, but this is supposed to come out fall 2020 apparently because I guess it's it's done filming. Yeah, and. So it should be coming out this fall. I don't know about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know that was supposed to come out There's, this fall. They just started filming again, so oh, I think okay. it's going to be a little more. <laughs> so uh, we'll have at least one show to hold us over. But, uh, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of covers the some of the pre-show news. It was a bit less this week because we went over a ton last week. Mm, um, yeah. So now we're going to get on to our main topic, if you'd like to introduce that, Christian. Sure. So... We wanted to talk about late night TV, which is, you know, you can love it or you hate it, but you can't deny that it is very, very popular. So we wanted yeah. to talk about various TV personalities, you know, late night TV show hosts, you know, all, you know, your Jimmy's and your James's <laughs> um, and, you know, talk about what their shows are like, what sort of, you know, commonalities they have. Are they good? Are, are they, they bad? good? Are they bad? Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Um, yeah, but first, uh, I wanted to start off with um, one of the earliest sort of TV personalities, quote unquote. And that's Dick Clark. Yes. So Dick Clark, um, you may know him from New Year's Rock and Eve that he hosted for a long time, but before that, he gained his popularity. Um, in radio, he was a radio DJ that played a lot of rock and roll in the 50s and 60s when it was first sort of starting out mm-hmm. when a lot of people like in the media or in, you know, just like adults and parents, they really didn't like rock and roll. Parents just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they really just don't. But um, so he started out playing a lot of rock and roll. And then he transitioned to a radio show called American Bandstand, which was po- pretty popular. You know, kind of your typical, you know, like countdown show, like uh, kind of like Casey Kasem would do the, you know, the top forty of the week, and he would, you know, say what the song and like here coming in at number forty is, you know, this song by this artist. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of a countdown talking about the however many top songs of the week. Um. And then it got pretty popular, and it became a TV show. Yes. Um, starting off right here in Philadelphia, um, it was – he wasn't the original host, actually. The original host got fired, and he oh. was brought in to replace the host because he, you know, he had his experience in radio. Um, and when it transitioned to be a live TV show, they wanted him to host because of his – a uh, wholesome persona, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of typical nice guy, um, well-dressed, the suit and tie mm-hmm. kind of thing. So he would be, you know, uh, easy to watch. You know, you could be like, oh, that's a nice guy. I want to watch this show. So the format stayed relatively similar. You know, he would talk about the top music, the top songs of that week. And he would play them for a live audience of mostly teenagers. You know, they'd uh, g- they get up and dance, yeah. and boogie <laughs> and shimmy, twist and shout. You know, as one does. Um, and usually towards the end, like the number one song, he would have the artist come out and lip sync that 
song, so it would be a somewhat of a live performance at the end. Um, so this show was extremely popular. Yeah. Um, because of the you know flourishing rock and roll genre, it became more popular. Um, and he was, you know, he had this wholesome persona that the studio hoped to fight off the sort of racist anti-rock and roll protests because there were a lot of, you know, a lot of African-American singers and artists in the rock and roll genre that sort of transition from like an R and B kind of thing. So he, you know, had tried to be diverse in his, um, guests and, you know, their popularity was apparent. Um, and he often defended rock and roll because he saw its future and he saw that it would be popular and that would make him popular. Mm. He was a, he was a businessman at heart. So he knew (laughs) that, um, he could take this trend sort of exploit it. Um, and American bandstand was very popular. Yeah. I know like a lot of artists like at the time, that's where maybe they didn't get big there, but like a lot of big artists at the time would appear there. I know, Mm. Um, I'm a big like Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons like person. I know that they like premiere one of their songs on the show. If you watch like the movie Jersey Boys, there's a scene where they go on American Bandstand and perform. Um, definitely like a huge kind of like pop culture like icon of the time. Um, I know mm-hmm. I've definitely heard stories of. I believe maybe I'm misremembering of like my grandparents like watching it. Um, I don't know if they ever went, but um, but like I know I can't even think of what i would compare it to today of like teens like just watching a show where it's music and then like all the teens dancing mm-hmm. um today at least i can't really think of a comparison yeah. but I, so it's sort of like its own thing and you know whereas most of today's talk shows are just sort of you know sit down discuss with maybe a musical performance at the end this was sort of all music and it really it kind of was like a radio show on tv because yeah. you know you talk briefly about the music and then you play the music. So that was really, I think it was a good transition and it became really popular and really influential too. Um, a lot of the songs that were played on the show gained, like, uh, gained even more popularity afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it even got to a point where artists or, you know, like the studios would come and book artists for the show, be like, Hey, let's put my artist on your show. And then that'll give them more, popularity and mm. you know dick clark kind of became a star and then like we said before he started hosting the yearly new year's rock and eve and he uh, i think he died in 2012 i think so yeah but uh his obituary said he was quote among the most recognizable faces in the world so his popularity you know is still felt like they still call it dick clark's rock and new year's eve even though yeah. i think ryan seacrest hosts it now something like that yeah um uh, I, f- I think I figured out like what the closest thing is in this day and age like because there's not a lot of shows where it's just like them talking music um, I feel like maybe like a few years ago like American Idol or even like the masked singer now or the voices <laughs> those aren't like you're not seeing people dancing in the crowd or anything yeah. but those are very much big like I guess they're competition shows but that's still kind of the spirit of like people like stars coming on and singing stuff or mm-hmm. people like singing the top stuff of today um, but otherwise, yeah, I can't really think of anything equivalent. Yeah, but um, I think Dick Clark was an example of one of the very early examples of uh, a TV personality. And I think, although his show is a little different than what we see today, I think he has some you know common traits like that whole 
the good guy, wholesome persona, you know, relatively innocent, well-dressed man, you know, um, he's not super controversial, he's easy to talk to, he's fun to watch, um, and then the musical performance at the end, I think a lot of, you know, today's late-night TV shows sort of have that musical performance at the end, yeah. you know, like they would talk to an artist, and then they'd be like, okay, debuting their new song, here's this artist, and so it's sort of similar, but I think that's sort of, like, helped, like, um, popularize the genre, like, oh, this, you know, this dude talking on TV, just, like, talking about pop culture, yeah, I guess, and I it feel... sort of went in that direction, and now it sort of helped popularize it today. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let's start talking about that. Let's talk about today. So, um, there's, you know, there's daytime TV and nighttime TV. I know I know a lot of um, the late night shows, yeah, but same. there are some examples of, like, daytime well, i'm thinking stuff. like well maybe not anymore but ellen um we all know uh, i mean if you don't know what's going on with ellen look it up it's pretty much everywhere um but that's kind of one of those shows where it's like easy watching in the morning or i feel like you're doing if you're if you're not like out at work and you're at home like you can kind of just watch it while you're doing stuff around the house um or like on the weekend or something but those also i feel like have a lot of that kind of music thing like sometimes someone will come on in the morning and like perform for a crowd I know a lot like Good Morning America a lot of those shows mm. have Broadway uh, stars come and they like yeah. will do a song from the show um, but they they always have like a, like a cooking segment or like they will still like maybe interview a, a celebrity but it's a lot more low key and kind of just like um, mm. relaxed while the nighttime stuff I think is supposed to be like it's prime time like this big star is coming mm. or like here's some juicy like <coughs> gossip or news still, yeah. like stuff like that mm-hmm. but um, i yeah i definitely think that late night is probably a little more popular because like you said now people are home from work you know they just want to unwind watch something easy so let's talk let's watch this nice guy talking to this celebrity that'll be fun you know yeah i also i feel like you also like can't <laughs> escape it now kind of because i i don't personally like watch any of these things live or even like a full episode of a late night show but i will i'll go because i'll get like recommended videos of like conan o'brien talking to a celebrity like or the marvel stars like on something with jimmy kimmel Mm -hmm. and they're talking um and i think it's i know like in i guess at least in america we have a big like celebrity worship culture almost where we yes we always want to see what celebrities are doing and that's a place where they're able to like tell funny stories or be like yeah we're like we're people too this is when i we're people this too. is when i accidentally like did this in public and like was embarrassed or like they mm. i don't know it's a it's definitely a weird phenomenon or seeing them like play like weird fun games on live mm. tv i don't know there's like one where someone plays beat saber on tv <laughs> um, um but definitely all that stuff like is very mm-hmm just kind of like appealing even if it's just a short like three minute clip uh like mm-hmm. on youtube and um you definitely i think they sort of have dominated the youtube algorithm and this is kind of like a big kind of like i don't know maybe controversy on youtube where just like all the late night talk show like all the jimmy kimmel and jimmy fallon that was dominating the trending page instead of like normal actually youtubers like putting yeah. out content and actually like doing well like of course the you big conglomerate companies are going to be doing well, but you know, they had hoped that um, like the creators hoped that like YouTube would have, you know, been on their side, but it's sort of 
sort of bowing down to the companies probably because they you know give a lot of money but um that's all you see on the trending page it's like jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel james corden they're all named james or jimmy which i think <laughs> yeah. is pretty funny like it, i don't know why they're all they just so, so happen to be named jimmy and i think usually they <clears throat> sort of they have their own shows first before um getting like their own, like a popular show like the Tonight Show, it started off, I think, David Letterman? Was that David Letterman? I'm not sure. Tonight there's show? like five, there's like late tonight, like late tonight or whatever, and then yeah, like The Tonight Show um, and The Late I'm, Late Show. I know for sure Jay Leno was a host of The Tonight Show, yes. and then it was given to Jimmy Fallon, but before that... It was gonna, I think they gave it to Conan for like a very short time, mm-hmm. and then he got fired and everything. But I think uh, Jimmy Fallon, he had his own show before that. I think it might have just been like... I don't know, probably the late show with Jimmy Fallon. You're like the Jimmy Fallon show, but I know he got to start on SNL. He yeah. Was, um, he, you know, he worked on SNL a lot. And I remember I've seen like only a couple clips of him and uh, he like always breaks character. And like, yeah. he's like, you know, like the scenes happening and then you can see him like kind of giggling in the background. I'm like, Oh, Jimmy. And I don't really like Jimmy Fallon. I'm not a huge fan but, either. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we are going to be doing like kind of a tier list. So before we even start that, we, are gonna open up the phones. Whoa, um, so speaking exciting. of Jimmy's, right? Open up the phones. Um, so if you want to call in, I guess tell us maybe like your thoughts on late night TV, or if you have a favorite, like or least night, favorite, late favorite or least favorite like talk show host. Mm-hmm. Um, the number is 610-660-1098. Let's hope we remember how to work the phones. Yeah, I'm not making any promises. Yeah, we'll we'll try. Um, but once again, it's 610-660-1098. I'm going to bring this little thing over here. I can so, see if someone calls in. Uh, we're going to do a little tier list. This is just one I found online with various uh, late night talk show hosts. Um, so let's just kind of jump right into it. So first sure. first guy here is Seth Meyers. Okay. I don't know. What do you think of Seth Meyers? I, I don't like <laughs> Seth Meyers, and I don't really know why. <laughs> I, don't, um, yeah, I don't know either. Like I've seen like a little bit of him. I know he also had his start on SNL. But I haven't really seen much of him, but, like, the things I did see, I don't know. I don't really like. Well, the clips that I've seen of him on SNL I do like, but then mm-hmm. i also seen clips of him on a show, which I also feel like is not, like, a tear down, but it's not, like, as watched as all, like, the big ones. So mm-hmm. you also see it less, but I don't know. I, don't, it's, I feel like it's just the way, like, he acts. It's yeah. kind of, like, not condescending. I don't know, but... I, I can see that. I would. I'm not the biggest fan of Personally, I put him like C tier. I'd agree with that. That's fine. Put him in the top of the C tier. Um, Next, we got Bill Maher. I know you said you don't like I him. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't even really. I guess he is, but I feel like not as much now, but I'm. He's just like a jerk. <laughs> like, I don't I'm like him. Put him in the D tier. Yeah, but this is Actually, you know what? I'm going to add a new tier. Meanie. Do that. <laughs> the meanie tier. Um, I'm going to add a row below. Like, I think people. In the past, I liked him because he's like he speaks the truth, like he's uh, brutally honest, but he's also like, well, we got plenty of those jerk. people today, and they are not good. So I'm gonna put um, so we got S A B C D and Meanie tier. <laughs> so John or Bill Maher is in the Meanie tier. All right, next we got Stephen Colbert, and there are like two of them probably for like his late night or like the Stephen Colbert show, and then late night. We'll just count them once. Yeah, I kind of don't really like him that really? much. I why why don't you like him? Um, I don't know. I think he's just sort of 
I think he also is like a little, maybe not condescending, but he's just sort of like, kind of uh, like if if he's interviewing a a guest, he just sort of like is always making jokes, which like I know that's sort of like his thing, but like I kind of just want to watch like a nice interview with occasional laughs, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I kind of want to hear what they want to say, but he would, like, interrupt them to, like, tell a joke. Yeah. But, like, I do... I think he's a little better than Seth Meyers, but, like, I still... I, I don't really like him. I I don't really have a huge <laughs> opinion on him. I think he's fine. I've never, like, gone out of my way to watch him very Although much. Although, he was on The Office. He was Broccoli Rob of You're right. Andy Bernard's acapella group. That's another thing where I like him when I see him <laughs> in, like, as a guest cameo, mm. like, on a show or a movie. Um... But, like, I just really don't have a huge opinion of him. Um, I think he's fine. Like, some of his <laughs> jokes I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, I guess. But um, I think, like, I think he's not bad. I would still – I'd mm. put him maybe, like, a bit above Seth Meyers. I would probably said. put him either top of the C tier or maybe the bottom of the B tier. I'd say bottom of the B tier. So we can put people above And him. this is – I don't know if this plays <laughs> into it. I think it does. But, like, Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert, as far as I know, like, a lot, a big trend of these late-night shows is that they will have a lot of, like, fun segments or games or, like, uh, kind of running things that they do. Um, <laughs> like, I know Jimmy Kimmel has, like, the thing where someone goes out on the street and they – get people to answer questions and like no one knows the answer it's like easy stuff like u.s maps and like people can't pick out a state or something mm-hmm. or like um like, jimmy fallon my country and they're like uh or like know. stealing my kids halloween candy like those oh, types yeah. of things that um kind of even if you're not the biggest fan of the host uh it still like adds stuff to the yeah. show itself and i don't think i mean i think <laughs> stephen colbert does do that a little bit but i haven't seen it mm-hmm. enough to that's made like an impact on me and i don't think like seth myers does very much um so i think that like puts them a little bit below for me Mm -hmm. all right so we'd say probably bottom b tier sure i think they're okay yeah he's he's good yeah um john stewart have you seen much of him i again haven't seen much of him but i do like him (laughs) i've seen a single clip of him on binging with babish It's (laughs) it's a youtube cooking show that i like where he cooks meals from tv shows and movies so he used one of John Stewart's rants to as an excuse to make Chicago style dip, deep dish pizza, <laughs> and he like went on this whole rant, and I thought it was really funny. He's like, Chicago style pizza is not only, it's not only good. He's like, it's not pizza, and he like went on this whole rant about, you know, like it was more of a casserole. And he's like, I I wouldn't be surprised if they put, um, you know, a pile of like fried onions on top. <laughs> so I I think he's kind of funny. He seems, and I know like. I think he does like a lot of work for like veterans. Yeah. Like he tries because was he a veteran? I'm not sure, but I know like when he talks, like he will shut down like politicians and stuff. Like he, at least yeah. from what I've seen, like it also seems like he knows what he's talking about. And it's yeah. not just like him doing like fluff mm. stuff or just kind of like for the like fun of it, kind of like mm. taking the piss from politicians. Like he yeah. actually it feels like knows what he's talking mm. about. So I think he's like, again, I haven't seen much of him, but like Maybe what I have not. seen, he seems like. Like, he's funny, but he also, like, knows what he's talking about. And he's not sort of, like, you know, pulling pulling whatever out of his ass. Because I know another kind of trend that I see in late-night talk shows, they sort of, at least nowadays, they're starting to get a little political, which maybe a little too political for my taste. Like, you know, if I'm home, like, at night, I want to, like, unwind. I don't really want to 
hear more about Trump and everything going on in the White House. I mm-hmm. kind of want to like watch you interview a celebrity about you know their worst date or well, something like I that. I think like <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily bad to like do jokes about like politics or even no, just like yeah, talk about our show, but especially like now it's sometimes the only thing you hear and it yeah. does get old of like uh like they overdo it and like i want it like distract me from all this yes. horrible <laughs> politics talk about something else yeah that's my thing and but i don't know if john stewart really does that a lot well he i think he was off the daily show like by the time mm-hmm. everything like politics became really yeah. big and like these shows um but he i mean he all of his stuff was basically politics but yeah. um I, I feel like I also can't properly, I guess, form an opinion if I haven't seen yeah. that much. But from what I, from what like the general consensus mm. of people like online say and like what I have seen, I do think he's pretty. I good. would probably put him B tier above Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a solid place. All right, next. Um, should we skip David Letterman? I really don't. I, know, d- I know people really like him. I don't know enough about him. I think I don't know. I've heard stories about how he would like kind of be creepy towards women yeah. on the show. There's a lot of issues with some of these late night yeah. hot talk show hosts. But I'm, a, I'm just gonna put him in the D tier for David Letterman. D, yeah, D no, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, affect the quality. It's just for his name. D for David because we don't know enough. All right, we're young. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. I do not like Jimmy Kimmel. I don't either. I like like how you were talking about with uh, Seth Meyers or Stephen Colbert. Like some of the skits that they do are funny. Like uh, Jimmy has done or Jimmy Kimmel. I'm going to specify because there are so many Jimmy's Jimmy Kimmel has done like some skits. Like there's one that I was talking about last week that um, I thought was really funny. It was called Brian Cranston's sweet 60. Oh yeah. And you know, I like just finished breaking bad for anyone interested. And I like adore the show. It's probably like my favorite show of all time. So like in the aftermath of finishing it, I've just been watching a lot of like breaking bad type content with the people in it. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. Like some mm-hmm. of the skits that he does, or he did the um, Jimmy Kimmel's acting school, which I don't know if you've seen, but <laughs> I have not. I thought it was pretty. Like he would have um, like actors on, and he was they would like say like, "Oh yeah, I went to Jimmy Kimmel's acting school, and he taught me how to act." And I know there's this one funny scene with uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, and he's like has them kiss, <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no." act like you're in love be more in love they're like we are in love we're married <laughs> so i think some of his skits are funny but like i think he's another one that sort of talks a little too much about paul it just doesn't really shut up about politics i think he's another one that sort of steps on people and like for jokes he's kind of just like an asshole <laughs> he kind of is an ass. i don't but i don't like i him. think he that show gets like the best stars on it and some of like some yeah. good stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And also like, I do like some of the skits, even though a lot of them are again, like very mean spirited. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's just like editing things together to make people like look stupid or like purposely seeking out people that are like dumb yeah. and then making fun of them. Um, but the, and he also has a not great past. <laughs> um, yeah. Look oh, up, yeah. look I up stuff about that. Jimmy Kimmel. If you're interested uh, on Ooh, stuff yeah. that he's done. Um, because it's more than one thing, and raining. yeah, it's pretty. It's raining very Great. bad outside. Um, but I don't know. He's definitely like I'm not a big fan of him. Me neither. Um, um, I would probably put him below Seth Meyers. Oh, I don't know if I like. I don't know. I think the the quality like of the show is pretty. good. I don't know. Mm, I guess. You know. I guess so. 
No, I, um, He's also got Guillermo. That's another. Yeah, I'm gonna put him above Seth Meyers because, like, even though I don't really like Jimmy Kimmel, I think I would put him above Stephen Colbert. The honestly. content of a show, I think, is. Uh, I don't you know. know what? I just don't like him, but I will acknowledge that like the show is pretty good. I can. I'm gonna agree with that. I'm gonna put him above Stephen Colbert. But yeah, another like one just of, the, of the show. Yeah, another one of like the trends that. <clears throat> in some of these shows is having kind of like a little like sidekick or like co-host that they have because like well i mean guillermo's not really co-host but um he's kind of like a character almost like on the show and then like conan has andy richter and like even conan's like staff he'll talk about a lot Mm -hmm. um so that's like another one of those things that they have Mm -hmm. um Who's next? Yeah, um, Jay Leno. I don't, I don't know, know enough about him. I know he voiced the Crimson Chin on The Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> um, I don't really. I really. Don't I'm too know. young to know so enough about him. I'm gonna let's skip him. Um, We're doing tier list based on now, I guess. Yeah, Trevor Noah. I don't like. <laughs> I mean, I at first he like just started taking over The Daily Show for John Stewart. Yeah. I kind of liked him at first, but now I think. I don't know. Like he does less now. He's sort of like, kind of com- now that we're in quarantine, he like kind of does it on his own. He's sort of like completely political. But I, I think that he does it kind of well. I, I think he also sort of knows what he's talking about that's more. True. And it is, I guess, it's a little different because it's not just like this like rich white dude talking about how terrible Trump is or like that's whatever. True. So I think he maybe. Just because he is, I think he's from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a little more experience in, like, you know, like some of the issues of today. Whereas, you know, if I see like Jimmy Kimmel talking to me about like, oh, like, you know, Black Lives Matter or whatever, like, I feel like Trevor Noah sort of like has more, like, I don't really know what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like he has a better understanding of this, oh, and yeah, I yeah. can. Like I, it doesn't feel as like preachy and angry. No, I get yeah. Yeah, I th- so I think he sort of like handles the whole political thing better. I I feel that I just don't think that he's funny, and I feel like one of the things of his show is that he tries to be funny. And he I just, tries a little too hard to be funny. I just I, don't like his mm, like sense of humor. I I think I would put him above Jimmy Kimmel, but below John Stewart. That's fair because I I definitely dislike Kimmel more than him, but uh, yeah, I I. Yeah, I don't have anything like, personal mm. against him as a person. I just don't think he's. Funny. I don't think he's super problematic. I think he does nah, a pretty good yeah. job. Um, okay, Jimmy Fallon. I think this is another one where I don't like him as much, but I think the quality of the show yeah. is good. Like I like all of his segment, like the wheel of blank, like the musical impressions or whatever, like those things. I think are pretty funny. Yeah, he's also. I mean, like, he doesn't have a, like, problematic past, but he does have, like, there's been stuff. But there's um, been stuff, yeah. he, I feel like, is probably the most, like, wholesome out of all mm-hmm. of the late night shows. Like, he's yeah. not, like, very innocent, but he's a bit more, like, silly, a bit more, yeah. like, um, tries to, like, he just wants me to have people laugh. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree I'm not the biggest fan of, like, him personally. Yeah. Not that... Like, the biggest thing for me is the fake laugh. Um, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, that's, like, a big thing. It's, like, it's like guest 
hi, and then it says Jimmy Fallon. It's like a picture of him like laughing his ass off. Yeah, like he will just lose it at <laughs> yeah the smallest the, the smallest thing. Just like have you seen that uh that clip of like Rami Malek and it's called like Don't Touch Jimmy yeah. Fallon's hand. Yeah. Um, he also. <laughs> do you remember? I I don't know if you're gonna say. Sorry. Um, do you remember when RuPaul That's was on? That's what I was about to say. And he like thought <laughs> he was gonna get canceled on live TV. So yeah. If you haven't seen the video, highly recommend oh. looking it up. Uh, Jimmy Fallon had RuPaul of RuPaul's Drag Race on the show, and he was like promoting RuPaul's like book or RuPaul like being in a magazine or something, and was like, so he's like, I think this is the first time a drag queen has been on the cover of a like this magazine and RuPaul goes a drag queen and then this <laughs> video sort of freezes on Jimmy Fallon's face so he looks terrified like his career is flashing before his eyes and then RuPaul goes honey I am the queen of drag and then, then he's just like oof but he's come out and said he's like I feared for my career when that, that happened that was so <laughs> funny but um yeah I definitely agree he's definitely the most wholesome and like i i don't really like him but like i guess i like enjoy watching him in the show like he's yeah. like fine in the show i feel like he also has some good guests i think he has good interviews honestly. i think uh, yeah. he interrupts a lot i think but <laughs> he does. um i like his the games that he has mm-hmm. i like that it seems like he has the most like kind of friendships with people on yeah. the show um mm-hmm. i know like him someone's calling me that i don't know wrong me. phone not gonna pick that up yeah you're calling the wrong phone buddy <laughs> gotta call the radio uh, 1851 show but um like he's good friends with like lin-manuel miranda he's good friends mm-hmm. with like weird al yankovic um yeah and so and it feels like legit it doesn't just feel like <laughs> we're celebrities and we're friends like it yeah. does feel like legit like is it is it him and matt damon that are friends or am i thinking of something else i am not sure i don't hmm, i don't know might be I don't remember. But he's also got the roots are on that show. Oh, uh, it's him and Justin Timberlake. Oh, I They're don't friends, know that. I think they, um, I, they like have been in like baseball games together. Hmm. I've seen them. But, but, and then I like, I like the games. Like, it's like, there's the one that I like where <laughs> someone puts on headphones and like, they oh, get yeah. their like audio delayed of what they're mm. saying. And they have to try to figure out what the other person's saying. Mm. Um, but I, <clears throat> yeah, like I'm not the, the biggest fan of him, but, but I kind of, like his show i feel I like his show like has a good energy and although he's kind of like annoying he's not like super annoying where it's like oh i don't want to watch this like i've i appreciate the energy he puts into the show um and i think he also doesn't get super political he just sort of which is i know that for me that's sort of what i'm looking for yeah in this type of show just sort of like distract me from everything bad happening well i i think for me it's kind of like i think that he's like a little cringy sometimes or oh like yeah a little annoying, but it's not like i hate you and i think you're a jerk um like, no, like he's annoying and cringy but he's not a jerk i would honestly put him is there an a tier i would i would put him, I in, was the gonna put him in the a tier i overall i sort of like I, he's a little annoying but like i like jimmy yeah he's also got like his he has a ton of like running gags and stuff that most mm. of them i don't like but i appreciate that he has them um, he, like, sticks to the joke yeah uh he's also i find it extremely strange that he has his own ride um at universal studios is he really he has race through new york with jimmy fallon that's um, so weird. it's like emotions to me he like you go on a race with him and it's actually like kind of neat but um that's so weird but okay he, cool. yeah he's he's wholesome he is kind of wholesome 100 as Keanu Reeves. Well, I don't know about 100, but he's got <laughs> some right, issues, but yeah. it's all right. Um, all right, next we got John Oliver. 
I I like John. I mean, I loved him in Community, obviously. Yes. Um, so that's sort of an instant like plus <laughs> two or whatever. But I think he has sort of a different kind of type show because that is more of a new show because he does yes. last week tonight. It's extremely popular, but he sort of like covers like what happened in the news that week. And that I think is another sort of kind of reminds me of weekend update from SNL where it's sort of talking about the news, but with like a side of comedy. Yes. I feel like he does. I don't really watch it. That, that was much, like what Colbert did for a while too. Yeah. The, oh, the Colbert report. That's what it was called. Um, but <clears throat> I think he sort of handles it well. Like I like him. Um, I, don't, I feel like I am a little biased because he was on community. Yeah. And I do like him, but I, I feel like maybe like, I don't know if I want to watch a show as much um, as, say, like Jimmy Fallon, because I'm kind of thinking similar tier-wise. But I do think the way that he does his show, I think he does it well. I agree. And he, I think he's sort of, like, good to, like, fun to watch. His, like... <clears throat> I don't want to say he like rants, but his like he does go on rants. I mean, like, like what are you doing? Like yeah. stuff like that, which I think is sometimes just funny, even if it's like over the top or ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably put him like a tier, maybe even above Jimmy Fallon. Really, I'd say below Jimmy Fallon, but I wouldn't be like opposed to above. I'd say like a tier below Jimmy. I don't know. Um, I gotta think about that. I think maybe I'll put him below for now and if i maybe i'll change my mind later i don't know okay conan o'brien he's my favorite he's i kind of really yeah i kind of really i haven't watched too much of him but like i kind of really like him and i don't know why conan is the only like talk show host (laughs) that i'd be willing to sit down and like watch a whole episode of and i don't well i guess i know why like i just i think he is the most like real and also like not a jerk yeah um he (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like he has, like, the charm and, like, mm-hmm. the... I, I don't even know what it is about him, but I know a lot of people also really love Conan. Yeah, like, I don't... I, like, like him. I haven't seen much of him, so I don't oh, I really know why I like him. Mm-hmm. But he just... I've seen... There was one clip where he had, like, a guitar battle with Jack Black, and he was, like, you know, shredding or whatever, but then he, like... At the end, like, Jack Black pulled back the curtain. It was, like, Slash from Aerosmith, uh, <laughs> and he was just playing the solo for him. Was it Aerosmith? Oh my God! It's, it's Guns N' Roses. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Sorry, Guns N' Roses. Okay. I just know him from Phineas and Ferb across <laughs> the second dimension. Um, no, but I, and I haven't seen too much of. And there was one he hosted the Emmys one year, and I saw the opening skit where he's just sort of like, "I gotta get to the Emmys," and he was just sort of runs through all the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point he like goes into the office. And Conan like falls through the ceiling, <laughs> and then Mike Michael Scott's like, "Oh my God, Conan O'Brien just fell through the ceiling!" Or I think Dwight was like, "Michael," or he was like, "No, no, no." Uh, Dwight thought it was a prank by Jim, oh. and he like like Conan fell through the ceiling, and Dwight's like, "Damn it, Jim!" And Jim's like, "No, I did not put Conan O'Brien in the ceiling." <laughs> but I I just kind of like him. He's just likable. He's just um, likable. Definitely, I would put him in S tier. I also. He, like I kind of mentioned, he has Andy Richter on his show, who I also like like enough. Um, but he will like talk about his like writers a lot or the people who work for him. Like he has someone on his team, I guess named Sona. Uh, I think she's Armenian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks a lot about Armenia, which I like. Um, but 
like she's not in front of the camera or anything but like she ends up becoming a part of the show sometimes like he mm-hmm. care like it seems like he cares about the people he works with um that's good someone who i listen to like in a yeah how's our time run uh what are we at? We're at like 48 minutes okay mm-hmm. um someone who like whose podcast i listen to also like wrote for his show and like mm-hmm. had a really good experience and the this is another show with a lot of like skits less games but more like skits like filmed <laughs> stuff that mm-hmm. i think is pretty funny um I don't know. I just I also feel bad that he uh he kind of got robbed of having the Tonight Show. Yeah. Um like he had it for a very <laughs> short time and there was a lot of like drama and like, You know why he fighting. got hired? There's an explanation. I've read it before and I forget exactly what the reason was. Um but like it was not a great like experience like for him which sucked. Um but no, I just like I think he's funny. I think that he's I don't know, very good. And I feel like he does less political stuff. Um, I know, like, when the election happened, a lot of the, um, like, talk show hosts really, like, just kind of, like, lost it. And, like, basically a lot of the show was them, like, having a whole, like, monologue about, like, their thoughts on it. And he was one of the only hosts, I think, who was, like, all right, like arcade happened like whatever you think like let's get on with the show and like do the show um Mm -hmm. so it very it is more of like an escape i think like his show i don't know i just think he's funny so he's s tier for me yeah like i think he like you're saying he's sort of like real and you know he's just sort of like i just i like his energy i like him even though i haven't seen much of him so i think that's just sort of like a testament to like a good he's a good host so Solid S tier, nice. Yeah. All right, last James Corden. Ugh. I think he's kind of really annoying. So, oh, we have a call. Oh, look at that! You remember how to do it? I think it's bottom and then top. Oh wait, wait, we gotta pick up the phone. I'll just put it on the phone. And then top. You're live on Will and Christian in the morning. Hopefully, what's your name? Uh, my name is James Berg. James uh, from the Berg. Hello. Hello. Hi, I would like to have one large pepperoni pizza. James, this isn't uh, this is Will and Chris. Yeah, Sir, this is this Will is and Chris a, in the morning. This is a radio show. Oh, okay. So I'm live. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know, randomly, I just feel like telling you about my favorite talk show host. Go for it. Oh, perfect. That's just what we're talking about. Well, I would have to say uh, Jimmy Fallon is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jimmy Kimmel is not. So out of all the Jimmys I know, two of them are really funny, Jimmy Fallon and myself, and one of them is not. So 67%, it's not bad. Not what, bad. what are your thoughts on, we're about to talk about James Corden, what are your thoughts of, on that Jimmy? Um, well, he doesn't go by Jimmy, so it doesn't really count, you know? But you, mm-hmm. okay. It's James. James, it's close enough. But... James from the Berg, James Corden. To go by Jimmy. So, what do you think of home. James Corden? James Corden, I like him. He's funny. Uh, he's British, you know. <laughs> that but, is true. Uh, I'm, uh, there's not very many that I like, I think Conan's overhyped. Wow. wow. All right, goodbye. <laughs> no. All right, well, I. I don't yeah, agree I, with your opinion, and I've you've lost some respect in my but eyes. But that's okay. That's okay. It's we okay. can disagree. I have very bad connection right now. 
Yeah, That's we can okay. kind of barely hear. But, you know, we heard you. But uh, thanks for calling in. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys get. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. No thanks problem. for calling in. It's always nice to hear All from right. you live. Catch you. All right. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. All right. Well, we know I, how to work the phone. I don't know how to drop the drop call. It. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Nope. There we there go. go. Okay. Um, so, look at that. James with the bird calling back in. Yeah. Now it feels like normal. Um, so James Corden, I kind of disagree with Jimmy here. I don't really, I found him kind of annoying. He's okay. I, he, I think he should go in the meanie category cause he's kind of like bubbly. Ellen where on the show, he seems like bubbly and fun. Mm -hmm. He's a total asshole <laughs> off the show. Like really? there are so many stories of him. Um, there was a while ago online, like he did a, like ask me anything where he's like, all right, like I'm mm -hmm. going to answer questions. And every question was like, is this story true where like you were a jerk or like, uh -huh. how does it feel to have everybody hate you? <laughs> like there were no real questions and it was like, I uh, think, um, yeah, I think he sort of maybe had most like pretty good success outside of his show. Cause like he's been in, um, he's been in the emoji movie. He was in trolls <laughs> on trolls world tour. He's in cats. He's in cats. He's in into the woods, which he's I actually did. Like so him. I think he is sort of expanding into acting. Whereas some of these guys before they got their talk show, they did some acting and then transitioned into late night. But I think he sort of switched. And, um, I feel like carpool karaoke is sort of overhyped. Like it's fun. Like, at first, but then I've, I'm just sort of sick of it. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just like, oh, I just happened to be driving. It's like, thanks for it's like thanks for helping me go through New York, Lin-Manuel Miranda, <laughs> who I just found on the side of the road. Yeah. And it's like, I get you're trying to, like, make it an act, but just kind of, like, commit to it. Like, and, and this is uh, weird, because, like, I actually don't mind him, like, on his show. I think he actually is, like, very likable and, like, can be funny on his show. But... It just, I can't get past that, like, in real life, he's just, like, the typical, I think, type of person who would be, like, you're not allowed to <laughs> make eye contact with me if mm. you're, like, a PA or something. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't find, I know there's, like, horror stories, and I was looking, I couldn't really find any, but there is a clip of him and, like, Patrick Stewart fighting on stage. Not, like, a fist fight, but, like, being very aggressive towards each other on stage at some, like, awards ceremony. Um, it might have been, like, the BAFTAs or something, I'm not sure, but... They he, were. I just know that they were both stars of the Emoji movie. <laughs> yes, um, but I don't know. Just all the things I've heard makes me really like. That's, yeah, I, don't I mean, like I hadn't heard about all those stories, so that sounds pretty terrible. But yeah, look I just, it up. There's like a tweet thread, or maybe that's Ellen. But there's like <laughs> somewhere where people list off like stories of just how awful he yeah, is. Yeah, I just never really liked him. I think he's like really annoying, kind of obnoxious. I, he's um, kind of, yeah. I do like his Broadway on the street thing. Like he did that for say, Beating the Beast, um, but like he was a crosswalk something or whatever. But he was like, oh, I have to be Belle, and I, I don't know. That sort of gives off the pretentious theater. Well, I, I think that's just like I, for an part, act, yeah, part which I think act. that is funny. Like there's um, funny, yeah. there's the it's crosswalk musical. I think. Crosswalk, crosswalk musical. musical. Um, but yeah. there's a, a greatest showman one with like Hugh Jackman, oh, and he keeps calling him Hugh Jackman, and like yeah. I actually, I think those are great, but yeah. I just can't get past that. Like, All right. he is out of that persona. So, so we're going to stick him in the meanie tier? Put him in the meanie. Tier? Put him in the meanie tier All is right. the worst. Do you want him to go above or below Bill? Bill Maher. Below Bill Maher. Oh. He's, I'm, he's, I'm right. sorry. He's the worst of the worst. Okay. So 
Uh, that's the end of this tier list. So let's go from the bottom. So from worst to best. So we got the meanie tier. We've got James Corden and Bill Maher. We got yes. D for David Letterman. David <laughs> we Letterman. don't know anything about him. Uh, C tier, Seth Meyers. Okay. Uh, B tier, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Trevor Noah, and Jon Stewart. A tier, John Oliver and Jimmy Fallon. And S tier, Conan O'Brien. I think that's pretty, a pretty good tier I think list. That is a I'm going to like save and download this. Um, Maybe we can like put it on instagram and i think that's a pretty good representation of besides like the older ones that we don't know a pretty good representation of how people feel like today about some of these talk yeah. show hosts um because i just there's just like too many and there are, a lot of them are like very samey so i think it takes a certain talent to sort of like stick out from the crowd yeah and uh yeah sometimes <laughs> like Going back to Conan, like I think he's the best like chemistry with stars compared mm. to like Jimmy Kimmel. Like the interviews are good, but like it he, doesn't like, feel laughs too much. And you like fake laughs. Not Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. I, uh, Jimmy, uh, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Like Jimmy Kimmel. Like his. I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes like they're relying on the celebrities a lot as well. Like in mm. their shows, like they're not <laughs> always showing a lot of talent. They're just asking them questions that like in, any interviewer could ask. Mm. Um, like even we could ask. Uh, hint, yeah. hint. If any celebrities want to come on this show, DM us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it takes like someone who they can stand on their own and like kind of, like, kind of comedy type stuff. Which is some of them have mm -hmm. come from comedy, so that makes sense. But um, like uh, no one's really just picked off the street and put in one of these positions. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm probably not going to watch much more late night stuff after this episode. Like I'm not a big late night person we don't even have like cable um and it's different now because they're in quarantine so i think w doing it without the audience that's even worse makes it weird like you know jimmy found a joke and then you hear like a ha 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 from the from the back or maybe like a little like <laughs> yeah from like whoever's at home <laughs> uh, so it's, it's weird yeah but um yeah that's gonna be it for this episode yeah thank you for listening um live usually, yes live. live usually we don't do this but i think i want to start doing it now um uh, just plugging our stuff so oh, yeah that's good. um obviously if you're listening live and you want to listen later it's, uh, this is going to be on spotify apple podcasts and potentially youtube coming up perhaps soon. um and then if you want to follow us on instagram get our funny pictures updates uh it's at wc in the morning on instagram uh we've been thinking about uh maybe making a move to get some merch uh let us know if you're interested in something like that we've been asking around yeah um, if, uh, if you're interested in merch of any kind dm us let you know let us know what you'd want to you know what kind of things you want to get maybe like what you'd want to pay for it because i think that's sort of something we'd have to figure out too yeah um, um yeah if you're interested just dm us and let us know and we then want to hear from you. uh spread around uh our new hashtag hashtag will and christian two the number two not two, not the word two um you know get some buzz going around for the show because this is a big deal yes. obviously <laughs> tell all your friends yes um but now we're back live which is i think very exciting it definitely is and the rain is cleared up it's sunny outside now i can see clearly now the rain is gone Yes. Um, very symbolic for quarantine. I mean, it's we're still back. kind of happening, but now I we're mean, back. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. enjoy the, the rest of your day, wherever you're listening from, whenever you're listening. Uh, and thank you so much thank for listening. Thank you for watching.